Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Let's get into it. Hello. Welcome back to the Propane Business Podcast. Alex here and Johnny over there in Newcastle where it's cold, apparently. Um, I'm, over, I'm over here. Well, I, well, I, I, no, I'm, I you were over there. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong. Got it all wrong. Yeah. So I'm over there. Welcome to the concluding episode of the series, uh, Launch. Now, we're not with launch. It's a bit of a weird one in terms of like what that actually means online. And we're going to kind of get into that. But I think first, Johnny has some riddles for me. Do you? I do. Yes, I do. So I'm not sure when uh, this will be released in terms of in podcast land. But we did discuss how we think Alex answers the questions and we think we've cracked it. So the game's up. I've been stunned. The game is up. Okay. So... I can't. You know the question I was answering, asking you before we came on air. It was someone about. I found it. Oh, found it. Found it. Found it. But here's one first. David's father has three sons: Snap, Crackle, and question mark. David. <laughs> bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it! God damn it! No, shit, I can't ask you. <laughs> uh, so you might not be able to see a video, but Johnny is angry right now. I thought that was pretty good. Like, because I read it and I was like, pop, obviously pop. pop. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> like, right. Cocoa pops, isn't it? Uh, or Rice Krispies, rather. Oh. Um, you live in a, <laughs> a one-story house made entirely of redwood. What colour would the stairs be? There's no stairs. It's a one-story house. Unless there's a basement. So technically... Don't know how that one. Don't know how you I think that's that. That would still technically have more than one story. I don't think a story has to be like above sea level or ground level. Sea. I like. I like sea level. You're clearly a builder. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's two stories, mate. It's above sea level. Because <laughs> <laughs> all because all floor is at sea level. All floor. Every all floor. ground. All ground sea. sea level. That's the that's why rising sea levels are such a problem. Because one more centimeter, and that's every ground floor on the planet <laughs> just fucked. <laughs> Good point. Go on, you've told me about your bungalow. <laughs> what, what have you got for me next? I mean, I, I, I was coming out with some fairly big guns there. I thought, I'm going to get him on one of these. These are like basic questions. He'll fall into one of my traps. Um, but you didn't. And now I'm left with finding another one. Can you name three consecutive days without using the words Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? 
The first, the second, the third. No. Oh! Well, I mean... Well, well, okay. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, (laughs) Boxing Day. Okay. You've gone even more advanced. The answer's just yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Okay, well... But you've done it now. I've... I've... (laughs) You did, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, What comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but never in a thousand years? Oh... I feel like I've heard this one, and that's oh, that's a, so. Hold on, one once in a moment, once in, once in a minute, twice in a moment, but never in a thousand years. The letter M. Yeah. Yes. Oh God. I am not alive, but I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? go again I am not alive but I grow I don't have lungs but I need air I don't have a mouth but water kills me what am I I don't have a mouth but water kills me is a very strange sentence because that's not usually like well everything that has a mouth is killed by water (laughs) well I I think it's trying to get across that like I'm not normally you would normally drown through the inhalation of water ah Normally. So, what, what was the second sentence? I've got a few options in my head, but... I'm, I'm not alive, but I grow. Mm-hmm. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? I think we've got him. Uh, the riddle master has hath been riddled. Now, okay, this, I think this is wrong, but clouds... Mm. No. So, right, uh, clouds, balloons, which doesn't really work for the last one. Also, no. Ah, stumped, defeated. Is that the only one you've ever not been able to answer? Uh, I think there was a few ones about candles and wind that I got upset by. But so there's a theme here, isn't it? Is that like so the answers? Wind. Fire. Anything with fucking wind. Anything with wind <laughs> just ruins me. That's Can't not an element. There's literally every single one that you've mentioned that involves air or wind. Just well, the, it's fire. Fire. Fucking fire. So it's kind of related, isn't it, in the sense that anything that's like basic elements, you can't do. I can't. I'm not a person of the elements, it would seem. With that. <laughs> let's launch a let's business. Let's <laughs> speaking of that. Yeah, speaking of that, let's let's launch a personal training business. So no, in terms of launch, I think what we want to talk about today is not necessarily like the start of when you announce that you're doing training or, you know, cause a lot of people listening to this will probably have already, you know, on social media, people will know that you're a personal trainer. So, you know, it's not for like people suddenly going, I'm now a personal trainer. It's more about in terms of the way that you deliver your coaching. And when you're really trying to make a run at building your business in a systematized way, what do you need to have in place before you even start building your kind of coaching end of things does that make sense yes so i'm glad you said yes there (laughs) yeah (laughs) no what what do you what do you mean um so we uh i think the thing you're trying to avoid generally is spending time and money on things that you don't know are going to work and i know that everybody thinks oh well you know i like i've been doing this ages offline I know what works. I know what doesn't work. I know what people are going to respond to. You just, you're often proved wrong 
online buy things. So like we regularly launch campaigns, launch ads. Um, I mean, you, you've seen it, haven't you? Where like, I can't remember when it was, but we had a competition where we, where we were like, which bit of ad copy is going to win? Yeah. And like, inevitably, you're always wrong. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I think like you're starting to launch this business. Say, let's say, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but it's the start of the year, it's the start of the quarter, or you decide to put some time into it. And what most people do is think, well, I need to build a program. So they start building the program. They start, they get an app. They get like recipe books branded. They get everything kind of finessed. And then they, you see a post on social media saying like, after three months of work, I'm proud to announce that I've finally launched my six week fat loss blaster program and nothing happens. And that's like the, it's the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's the worst case scenario. Cause like that person's left thinking online training doesn't work. Um, and I'm not I, like, I can't be bothered to start again, basically. Um, but what's worse is that uh, even what's worse than no customers is like one customer. Yeah. It's like your uncle or something like that, you know, cause not only do you not know why, well, let's say it's not your uncle. Let's say it's someone you don't know. Yeah. You don't know why they bought. So like, is the strategy to get more customers to just keep posting that post every day? Or to now you're just trapped in the hamster wheel of posting on social media every day. So you have a program that's basically just the contents of your head that mm-hmm. you think someone might need. And your sales approach is post a link on social media. You might have had some kind of success that it might feel like you've launched a business, especially if you've got like a website and a logo and a name and all these things to kind of make it feel official. But really there's nothing there that's been like tested by the market, which is ultimately the, the best way to build anything, right? Yeah. The best way to build a program is to get your customers to help you. Best way to build a sales sequence is to like source it from customer problems. So all the stuff that we've covered in the episode so far, niche, logo, branding, marketing, lead gen, coaching, website, qualifications, all this stuff is like, how do we sequence all of that in, in, in place? Well, before I, get, uh, before I keep talking, do you ha- does that answer your question? Or does that give you like a, have you got, have you got anything to say to that? Have, you got have I got, have I got anything to say to you, Johnny? Have I got anything to say to you? I do. Well, no. So I, I think just, just the idea of a little bit more about like why it makes sense to test the kind of market desire for something before you actually get into it. Like there needs to be a demand before you start supplying the thing. And I think a lot of the way that people, just because they see that, okay, other personal trainers exist. They're like, well, I just need to do some personal training and get that ready. And then people are going to sell that. It's not as simple as that. You know, personal trainers are successful because they resonate with a specific audience. If you, or or not even like them personally, but the product that they have resonates or the, the way that they present themselves, it has been shown that people actually engage with what they do. You know, that people are willing to be like, oh, yeah, I'll get involved with that. And if you don't have a sense that there's people out there that are willing to go, oh, I'll get involved with that, then there's no point building that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that that's kind of, yeah, wh- where I landed with sort of, you know, wh- what you were saying there. But yes, you, you were talking about kind of how the everything we've talked about fits together and sort of the sequence that you should kind of do things in and kind of what our best practices are for you know, figuring out whether or not you actually have a market that wants what you want, you know, what you're putting out there or what you're proposing to put out there. Yeah. Yeah. So 
the I suppose the only thing that has to has to be true for you to have an online fitness business is and for it to be a business is there needs to be people paying for something right there needs to be customers for the business all right so and everything kind of feeds off that is the way that we look at it so can you have well best example of this propane fitness for probably two or three years was one of the worst websites i've ever seen <laughs> me, me me and yusuf coaching people over email using word documents right and we had a facebook page and that was it and we did all right with just that so it wasn't it wasn't to do with like well the app and the, and i know things were different right so people weren't coaching people with with the custom branded apps and true coach and trainer ads and all these things didn't exist but the point remains is that like people weren't sign people don't sign up with you because you're using true coach they didn't sign up with us because we were using microsoft word right but it was <laughs> we, we were coaching platform of all time exactly yeah so advanced you can add like text in and clip art image oh i know I, man honestly we'll have to do a training on it um but the the point is is that like we 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 kind of had a proof of concept before we did much else yeah not on purpose it sounds like we like aren't we clever we did it all right first time we didn't it was literally just like we did something consistently for a long time and people asked us for 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 help and we started but, well i think people. that that's the key bit is people asked you for help now this isn't yeah. just you have to get people asking you for help until you launch a business but mm. you still need a component of that in there of like people saying yeah Oh, yeah. I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind being coached by you. Now, this can be instigated by what you and Yusuf did, which was posting for years, but that's probably no one listening to this really wants to do that. It's not the best way to activate a market or test a market, but it's kind of what, you know, it's what you stumbled across and what took the time for you. Well, uh, it also doesn't, it's, so it stopped working. Yeah. So, like, just to, sorry to talk over you, but just to, like, address that, because I can, I can hear people, like, leaving and going to another podcast about, <laughs> high ticket coaching and make, making people cry and all that sort of stuff. But like the reason that we teach what we teach now and not what we did back in 2010 is that in 2010, it was just a different landscape, Like you could post on Facebook and thousands of people would see the post. Yeah. Now it's, it's not like that. And we've had to change over and over and over again as algorithms have changed and platforms have changed and things like that. And we eventually got so sick of it changing that we were like, right, well, we need something that's going to work that's like platform agnostic, right? That doesn't require you like you'd be crushing it on LinkedIn only for LinkedIn to pull the rug from underneath you and change the, change the algorithm. Right. So the, we, the, the point is, is that like the fancy stuff that you think you need or the website that you think you need, the logo that you think you need is not the thing that determines your success. You can have all that stuff and still not have any customers and you still don't have a business. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather be the person with 20 customers, no website, no logo, just like people paying via PayPal and scrambling to get a website because they've got a business and you don't, yeah. right? So the, the thing it starts with is let's start with an idea, which is I want to help this kind of person to achieve this kind of thing. Maybe because I've had experience with that myself or maybe because um, that's who I work with offline, right? Mm -hmm. or I, I've got the most experience with that offline. How do we go about that? Well, the worst thing to do is to think, well, what do I think that person needs? Because you you can't really remember, right? Even if that was you, you can't remember. And the example I give all the time is people joining programs and asking which foods have protein in them. 
And as a personal trainer, you like laugh and think, oh my God, like surely that's not a question, right? Like surely people know where, where to get protein, but some people don't. Yeah. Right. And like to some people, that's a legit question. That's why they, that's why they're paying you. So if you start talking about like the more complicated side of, of nutrition straight away, because that to you, that stuff's basic. Yeah. They're like, whoa, whoa, yeah. hold on now. This, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I can do this. I'm scared. Exactly. I'm Goodbye. Thank you for your coaching. Bye. That's kind of the reaction. Exactly. Yeah. And you can go above or below, right? You can make things too basic. Mm-hmm. You can make things too advanced. So we take this idea. All right. Right. What's the first step of the idea? It's like, well, I think these people might buy something like this program like this. It kind of helps them in this way. Great. Nice idea. Let's see if you're right or not. Don't go wasting six months. Let's just see if you're right. So the first thing we do with every client is walk through with them. What is a sales funnel going to look like? So at this point, we've seen the thing we teach, which is the 14 day challenge. I don't know how many of them we've seen. Quite a few. Lots. You, know, you see you see examples that honestly, like they don't work first time for lots of different reasons. Yeah. You see examples of, of we've also been proven, proven wrong. Like clients will come to us and say, I think um, this is, I think this kind of thing is going to work for my clients. I'm not sure. Like Carl, who we always talk about, who's managed to sell swimming coaching while pools have been closed in 2020. Um, I, I didn't think that would be possible. I was wrong. And it's great that I was wrong. But so like you, you just take this concept, which is, I think this kind of person is going to buy this kind of thing. So let's take all these ideas and let's package it into this sales process yeah let's launch that and that is it no website nothing else and what you're doing is just managing the risk of how am i going to spend my time and my money here in the process of launching this business because you could like as part of the hundred other ways you could go with with launching this you could hire a, a web design agency to make you a website yep and it might feel great and it might look great. You can like send it to your parents and you feel really proud. But ultimately, all it is, is is pixels on a screen, right? There's nothing, there's no substance there. There's no one paying you for anything still. Um, it's like having a fancy shop, but nothing nothing to sell or no customers coming. It's in the desert. Um, exactly, yeah. So we like to basically build things backwards. So rather than the way you would think you would build it, which is like get everything ready and make everything perfect, and then everyone will come flooding in. Yeah. Let's see what, whether people come flooding in first. Right, and then once you've got twenty customers, why don't we build a website? Yeah, that might be a good idea, right? So, and that's re- to be honest, it's as simple as that. And I think like the, the where the effort needs to go is finessing the the marketing, finessing the like where is this client mentally? Like, what might they respond to? What might they not like? If they're sat on the bus on the way home, scrolling through social media, what's going to make them stop for two seconds? Yeah. What's going to make them click on something? Once they've clicked, why why are they going to give you their their email and opt in when they could opt into hundred other coaches? Or if you win that battle and then you get that person to buy something, that's where the that's that's where people win or, win or lose. Really, it's not about whether your web, website's on Wix or WordPress or which coaching app you're using or all the stuff that you think is relevant. In the same way that clients come to you thinking it's about when they eat their carbs, which supplements they're using, how many grams of fish oil they take, when do they take the fish oil? Like, should I be using this type of vitamin D or not? When actually they're eating a thousand calorie surplus and not losing any weight because of it, right? So it it, it really is, there's the same, exactly the same things happen. 
in in this stuff. And so it's starting with the, the most basic thing, which is, can I get people like this to buy this sort of service? If you're right about that, you've earned the right to go and do the, the more advanced stuff. If you're not right about that, no amount of fancy things are going to fix it. Yeah. It's not going to suddenly, like, people aren't just going to suddenly appear on your website or, or in your program. And, you you know, and I think the, the kind of next part of that process and the next part of the launch is so you say someone's get got to that point of like they've, they've finessed their sales process. They've kind of worked out some of the kinks in it that weren't working early on. Bam. People have bought. What do I do now with the people who have bought? And I think this is something, I mean, you talked about it, like you just have the ideas in your head at the start. Now you actually have a market to talk to and converse with, and you can build a much better version of your kind of coaching offering by collaborating with those first few clients. Exactly, yeah. So the first time we launch the 14 days, people go through it, and we frame it as a, you're a beta tester, or like a founding member of the program, right? right? So we do that for a few reasons. One, and I think like one of the most important things is like it takes the pressure off the coach, because if this is the first time you're launching it, there's probably some anxiety around it. And there'll be anxiety about selling something that doesn't exist. But if you're honest about it, you say, look, I'm going to be building this. I'm, this is something that I'm going to be spending my time doing anyway. If I'm going to be building it, I'd far rather that it's built like with the people it's built for mm-hmm. at the same time with live collaborative feedback rather than me just like sat in a room staring at my laptop thinking like, is this right or not? So it's like, imagine you're back at school and you can either go in a room and like do a maths test on your own or the teacher can sit with you and help you with the answers. Like, which would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> like, as you start writing the number five and the teacher goes, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> then like, obviously that's easier, right? Yeah. So in the same way, you're thinking, ah, oh, I just think my clients really want to learn about nonlinear periodization. Yeah. You might be right, but if you're wrong, far better to know before you make the before you make the training on it right so yeah that's the first reason kind of takes the pressure off means that you can sell something that's in test phase and you can leave it like that for as long as possible as long as you want really um the second is i honestly think you end up making a well sorry the, the second is that i think a lot of people like to be part of something that's new they mm-hmm. like to like go to the premiere of something they like to be get the thing with the, the the red sticker on that says new, right? It's it's appealing. So if someone feels like they're going to be the first intake into something and they're going to get their questions answered and they're going to get things made for them, that's appealing in and of itself. So it almost like increases the desire the first time as well. And finally, probably the most critical long-term thing is if there's you and there's another coach who's exactly like you, which given the size of the world and the number of people on it is relatively possible it's so someone was like an identical podcast to ours in like a parallel yeah in par- a parallel universe par- in like uruguay because <laughs> that's in a parallel universe well no but like just a different language <laughs> a different language and they're discussing all this and uh yeah yeah, yeah. someone sold, exactly solving riddles in spanish exactly yeah yeah um, oh sorry um, sorry there'll be another there'll be another uh, no, no, it's, well, you're right though. Like, it's exactly the point. Like you think that, oh, when well, you make the program, cause you work with a hundred people offline, you're going to make the best thing. Like there'll be someone else in another part of the world who's worked with a hundred similar people. Um, maybe even like in the same city as you, who's worked with a hundred similar people who's thinking of making the same program. And if they go and make 
the same program in a room on their own in a laptop guessing and you make it with the market who's going to buy it who's got a better product at the end of it right it's all you're always going to win that so not not because like you might get to the end of it and think it's a bit shit right but your that's what your customers want which is all that matters that's what your customers ask for so like every program we've ever made has been built like that has been pre-sold there's even a program starting on monday that has been pre-sold because we know that it it generates a better result rather than the the me yusuf and alex could sit and guess and it might be all right but you're just like throwing darts at a dartboard with a a blindfold on hoping you you hit the right thing yeah so generally doing it that way so that that whole stack from like you start with an idea i want to help this sort of person in this way but before i go down this like several year route of trying to run this business i just i'm just going to check if i'm right or not yeah because if i'm wrong and i do all the other stuff first that's potentially a lot of money and a lot of time and i can't get back once i've and it can it can demotivate you for no real reason yeah like well obviously it's a real reason but it's like it could have been avoided and you could be on a very different trajectory and it's it's not about like i let i I feel like some people oh maybe this is just not for me it's not like you can adapt very easily like it it's but it's only easy to adapt if you don't waste tons of time doing, you know, it's the whole sunk cost fallacy thing. And like, Oh, this yeah. will never work. And Oh, there's no point. Like it's just really emotionally difficult to spend six months doing something and it doesn't work. And then be like, well, I'm going to do that again. And, and we find out at the promotional point of the sales sequence, whether the person's wrong. Yeah. So like the, the time wasted might even be like a week. And it's not even wasted because it's the time's actually protecting you from spending weeks and months. So the if you're wrong, if people don't want that thing, if you if you, like, let's say you think you want to help. And I think of an example: Matt Rhodes, swim swim coach, who's been yeah. the recurring example in, throughout this series. He wants to work with mums. It was mums jet skiing. Mums who are jet skiing. Mums. Yeah. So he, that's what he thinks. Right, and he jumps on board the propane business program because, you know, he's only human. Everyone's going to make mm-hmm. a, a, the right decision at some point. Yeah. Um, like, he jumps on board propane business and we we test that idea, right? And if he's right, great. Within weeks, he will have jet skiing mums in his program helping him make the best jet skiing mum program that they could ever want. Yeah. But if he's wrong about it, then we better find that. We're better off finding that out as quickly as possible with the least outlay financially and time-wise possible right yeah. ideally let, let's find that out in the next 10 days mm-hmm. whether you're right or not and if that's the case then it's like okay who who's the next kind of person you want to work with so you can you can basically like you've got this sandbox that you can test all these different things in while minimizing the risk rather than building something very concrete and just hoping yeah because if 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 Matt Rhodes had just gone out and made his website, said Matt Rhodes Swim Coach on the top, and it had it all pro- properly branded, etc., a mum on a jet ski. <laughs> Except, yeah, like maybe an animate, like a video of a mum on a jet ski. And that that cost three thousand dollars to produce. <laughs> I had a company, and he's built out all the programs on on True Coach, and he's got all how, like how to be training around jet ski sessions. Yeah, but maybe 
the thing that Matt doesn't want to be told is that jet skiing mums don't care. Jet skiing mums just want to jet ski, Matt. <laughs> they don't want to swim. They don't want to swim, Matt. Maybe jet maybe ski. jet skiing mums want to work with jet ski mum coach. That's true. Oh, what what J- Jenny Jetski? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Jetski, Jetski coach. So, exactly. So like, <laughs> and yeah, but may, maybe they do want to work with Matt Rhodes, but Matt Rhodes doesn't know, and neither do we. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, no one does. Well, they do, but they also don't know yet. Well, and that's the that's the big thing as well. I think you know we, do, we obviously that's a silly example, <laughs> but but in terms of like not knowing what the market wants, I, like you really can't. It's about kind of testing within some parameters. Like we, no one, no one's got like the predictive power to understand whether or not something's going to be big. Now you can you can structure yourself based on human psychology and kind of based on you know how the human brain looks at things and all of that and a lot of like the big social media companies do that um you know but even within that there's still like you just don't quite know what musical notes you need to play in your advertising to really resonate with a certain group of people and so you have to test multiple things and that that's just part of it there's no way that like you can reasonably guess that like that might make sense that like you know if for example you'd played basketball at a really high level and you knew how to do that and your audience was people that want to play basketball at a really high level, you can reasonably say that as long as you distill the information well enough, it might appeal. However, you might need to package it in a different way to the initial way that you actually think. So even if if you have all the credentials and it kind of makes sense on a logical way, humans are still like emotional creatures. And also, well, like we said before, you, you might go too advanced or you might not understand the kind of where they're at and where what they need to see you know I, I think oftentimes half of coaching is not about telling people exactly what they need from like a scientific angle but like telling them what they want to hear almost not not quite what they want to hear but like giving what they need in a way that they want to hear as opposed to just what they need um mm. and i think like yeah figuring out how to do that which is kind of what you do in this sort of finessing the sales process and the sales funnel that's absolutely vital. Otherwise you'll have no one. You might have the most expensive, amazing gym in the world, but there's no one in it. So it's just a waste of money. Even, um, I watched a documentary called, I think it was called Netflix versus the world. It was like the start of Netflix. And like, basically they just like tested things to see what people wanted. Yeah. And like, eventually, obviously, they landed on something. So they started trying to rent videos mm-hmm. online and like go up against Blockbuster and all that sort of stuff and realize that didn't work. So try something different. And then like, do people want a subscription service? We're not really sure. But the point was that like, they didn't start with this like final finished thing. The, the business changed a lot over the years and now it's obviously where it is. So that a lot of success in, in anything like this is, is adapting to like what, when I try this thing, how does the market respond? from a marketing perspective, from a branding perspective, from the music played on the ad or the program, or the product. Um, and, and really that, that like it is only in response to the feedback that you can, like you are not your customers. You are not a hundred of your customers. You are just you and you're in a different place to all of your customers, which is why they're buying from you. So the ability to know what it, what is someone three, four years behind you is going to react to. Mm-hmm. Like not very many people are very good at that. Yeah. You can guess, but you're not very good at it. Like even 
even now, like we, all the emails we write, all the marketing we do, all the podcasts we create are from like conversa- like they're, they're triggered from conversations we've had with people thinking or, about working with us. Like or search or terms or, you know. Yeah. It's not just from our heads. <laughs> Because that you know there are limits to that, obviously. So well, yeah, you've seen. I can't solve every riddle, you know. I, and can, I think that, I can only solve ninety percent of riddles. <laughs> and I think that all flaws are on sea level. <laughs> exactly. So, but, yeah, I, so I think, in terms of like you know having a reasonable testing ground. I mean, I often kind of talk to some of the coaches in the program about this, about kind of like the propane business program. Really, what it is is a test lab. In my, I, I don't know. I kind of see it that way. It's kind of a test lab to like. How do we get the sales process working? How do we deliver scalable coaching on the back end of it? And I just see it like that's what the program program is. That's kind of what the twelve weeks are spent doing is testing these things and, and you know and and fi- refining the numbers and understanding where the market reacts to certain things and really you know getting it so that you are in a place where you can say reasonably like this is what works for me usually this is what doesn't work for me usually and that's just putting you on a course to save years and years of headache and heartache doing the wrong thing. Yeah. It, it's the same as like, um, so, you know, like a, a strength coach with a lot of experience is a client comes to them. They've got specific goals. They're in a certain starting point and it may turn out that like squat bench and deadlift work. It may turn out that they need front squat and RDL and incline, or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So like anyone who tells you that it's just their method or nothing, is like a strength coach just having one program. But equally, someone who just has no method is like a strength coach giving someone burpees, giving someone yoga, giving and hoping everyone gets strong. Right? They need there's a framework. So I suppose the way we work with people is there's a, a bunch of tools and a bunch of strategies that we've seen over time pretty good. Like as a as a first foot forward, that's what we think. And like if you want to do something else, we'll explain why we think you shouldn't do that thing. Like, here's what happened when we did that. Didn't really yeah. work. Here's why. So there's a, there's a range of things that you can do. But obviously, it's different for everybody. And I think that's... And different for agree with different you. markets at time as well. Yeah. yeah. And it, it is... I think all this stuff can be is is testing. It's like informed testing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll, we'll work with you to arrive at the best thing for you and your market. It might be slightly different to someone who's in a different market. But, that, like, but of course... But I, I think, you know, so you look at, like, 14-day challenge. Like, that might sound quite prescriptive. But there's so much possibility within that 14-day challenge. That's like saying, oh, songs work. <laughs> <laughs> like, still a lot to do. The song mm. that starts to like, the person listening to it starts to like that genre of music. And I think, you know, when, when you're thinking about constructing stuff, even if it is like a proven principled method, understand that there's some nuance in the way you present things. Um, and that like, that framework definitely works. And like, we've seen it repeatedly work over time, but what you do have to do is figure out, you know, okay, do these people like the song that I'm singing to them in within? Yeah. It's a, it's a container. It's like barbells are probably a good idea in a training program. Like it doesn't mean that every training program with barbells in is the same thing, but like at some point you, there's certain things you just have to do. So we found that like setting things up and you hear us talk about it all the time we found that a 14-day sequence is better than sales calls, messenger bots, webinars, like for loads of different specific reasons in the same way that if the goal is to get as strong as possible, I might offend some people here, probably a barbell is better than resistance bands over time. It's probably better than kettlebells. 
<laughs> Just waiting for the bullets what to fly over. <laughs> what about the functionality, Johnny? <laughs> Yusuf especially gets very cross about this stuff. I'm I'm less bothered. But uh, I, I tell you what I do think about kettlebells. When I did CrossFit and had to move a very heavy kettlebell, it was very humbling. <laughs> but it's not as humbling as trying to move a very heavy barbell. There you go. But but anyway, so like it's a container. So it's a you know whether we're working with someone who's trying to build an online yoga business or someone who's teaching Olympic weightlifting we still think it's a good container. Mm-hmm. We still think it's probably the best container mm-hmm. with a few rare exceptions. But that doesn't mean that everyone's launching the same process. Yeah. Because right? there, are, there are just some fundamentals that at some point you have to convince a stranger to buy from you in the shortest period of time possible. What do we have to do to make that happen? It's probably not going to happen because you sent them a DM with yeah. nothing else and then they got on the phone with you. Probably not. Like it might do, but probably not. So there's a there's a few things that kind of got to be convinced of. There's got to be a certain process. There's like ta- a certain amount of time under tension and tonnage that person yeah, has like to experience. Trust building, really. Yeah. Why would you trust a stranger yeah. on the internet? There's some weird strangers on the internet out there. Lots. Lots, lots of, of weird strangers. Yeah. So yeah, then, that's it. And then you need to do that and understand that you can do that before you spend six months building a program and a website. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is, I guess, the end of the series. It is. We've got some new series coming out. I'm not going to reveal what they are yet, but there's there's some coming down the pipeline for 2021. Although, I mean, if you're listening to this far in the future, they came out this year, last year. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back and look at those as well. But, yeah. It's from it's in the future from in podcast land yes. where everything's linear. But I think at this point, shameless shameless pitch. Yeah, I mean, if, just... if you're if you're at this point and you've not gone, if you, you've not sent us an email with the subject line "Propane Business Podcast" and applied to speak to one of us, what have we done wrong? <laughs> what have we done wrong? Something in the song yeah. we're singing is uh, off. But they... the only reason why Yusuf isn't on this episode is he's he's in his bedroom in the corner of his bedroom, staring at the staring at the corner, and he won't leave because he's so sad. Because we know how many people listen to these episodes and not every single one of them is, is scheduled to speak to us. So I'm saying, guys. What can we do? Get seriously, it together. It's 2021 now. <laughs> get a handle on it. Podcast land. Pull your socks up. Um, if you if you would like to work through this stuff formally with us, that is very much our jam. Very much our wheelhouse. So um, as Alex said, it's like, you know, step into the into the propane lab and we'll just work with you on this stuff. It's not magical it'll all be working by tomorrow morning kind of thing there is a lot of work involved but i think the thing we we can say is we'll certainly stop you from working on the wrong things and just um, and sit. yeah and yeah guessing yeah it's the thing i, I hate saying this because it sounds so pitchy but like everybody people resist hiring a coach because they're like oh it's expensive mm-hmm. uh, it's expensive working with a coach what is more expensive than that categorically more expensive than that is trying on your own and i know it i know it seems like that's bullshit but if you actually add it up i don't really think there's a way where it isn't yeah. unless somehow you manage to accumulate a million yeah so that's a good point that is a good point subject to the price of the coach so if the, if the program is reasonably priced which our stuff is very reasonably priced if anything we're told it's underpriced sometimes yeah then it's 
what you're what you're buying in the same way that what you do for your your customers right you're you're buying a decade basically of time of like johnny and yousef did a lot of stupid shit for 10 years (laughs) so you don't have to do it (laughs) that sounds like the tesco no so we do something so you don't have to who's that that I've i've lived out of england for too long <laughs> but yeah, that, so, and that and that's it, right? It's a, it's a. We'll obviously work with you, the three of us, formally um, inside the program. If you would like to just inquire and have an informal chat, it's usually me or Alex who takes the calls. Um, there's two ways of doing it. You can go to propinfitness.com forward slash business podcast, or you can send us an email with the subject line propin business podcast, and that is the virtual world of getting like a wristband cue jump. Straight in the front of the queue. Looking well, Alex will like Alex will come down the queue and like with his yellow armband on and take you out take you out the queue and put you to the front and you'll be put in the VIP room and Yusuf will come in with the the, the bottle above his head the, with the sparkler. Sparkler. He does look good in the sparkler with the sparklers. He really does yeah, enjoy yeah. that role and the, the tight <laughs> leotard as well. That's what really does. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah, he's a he's a great promo guy shot guy he sells a lot of shots he does sell a lot of shots <laughs> but yeah if you if you if you're interested that's what to do um if not no problem but we will probably have a pretty hard time getting yourself out of the corner um yeah. until you until you specifically book a book a call with us that's you that's you yeah. not right. the other person listening you that's you not you over here <laughs> you over there you over there <laughs> All right, guys. It's been great. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Want to learn more about the systems we use to run, build, and scale propanefitness.com? Head over to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast, and you can get your hands on our free training that covers the seven steps that we take with every client that we help build their own online business and also the seven steps that we use to successfully build Propane Fitness. We walk through the sales systems, the delivery systems, follow-up, remarketing, how to basically build your program so that it delivers coaching to your clients without you being there 24-7. We really do cover the full thing, right? And if you want to continue even further and potentially work with us, there's a chance to book in a call to have an informal chat with Yusuf or I to just basically see if any of our programs would be a fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to get to. So go to propanefitness.com forward slash business podcast today and get access to that. If you'd like to learn just more about Yusuf and I, more about us, what we do, follow us on the various channels, the best place to go is our YouTube channel. We have a load of stuff from fitness content, productivity content, why Yusuf slept on the floor for several months, why he's been having cold showers. There's always stuff on there that's entertaining and hopefully informative. So just go to YouTube, search for Propane Fitness, and you can find out a bit more about us there as well. Speak to you on the next episode.